All right, mine's recording. Yes. So, um, that was a break. It was a hell of a break there, Phoenix. I mean, season four, basically. Uh, what are we doing? Go ahead and play the clip. Oh, do I go do first? the intro? Don't you do the? You know, you do the intro, then I come in on the second. Dude, oh well, yeah. What are you we're doing? not playing the the song live. Do you, do you not remember oh, this? We're not? <laughs> no, this is a, no. We are we are so out of out of practice here. Oh, so okay, it goes so gonna... theme song, and then it goes Rod's clip, or you know, the beginning of the episode, and then the Rod's clip. Yeah, yeah, but I don't hear Rod's because I'm I'm always cued on the the yes. second. Doo-doo. So you go ahead and just start playing that. I'm gonna throw the theme song in on top. Well, yeah, yeah, I like hearing it, you know. You, you, you can't play it for me? No, I can't. I can't play it and then have you hear uh, it. Oh, okay. These high school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain. Innocently, they dance. Innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors. Marijuana. The burning weed with its roots in hell. Witness a murder. The killer is Mr. William Feathersmith, a robber baron whose body composition is made up of a refrigeration plant covered by thick skin. In a moment, Mr. Feathersmith will proceed on his daily course of conquest and calumny with yet another business dealing. But this one will be one of those bizarre transactions that take place in an odd marketplace known as the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens. Welcome to the official beginning of this episode, and it's episode 150 of this fine program, Frank. Isn't that crazy? Amazing. Okay, I thought you were going to have more more fanfare than that. You know, Great. well, I just want to say that I'm Frank Lynx, and the TZ Podcast is now in... I'm Phoenix West. 2020. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. Come on, you had to. <laughs> you didn't see where I was going with it. Yeah, you, you pause and you go, 2020. Come on, man. How often? You how me. often when you do setups for me do I actually do the setup? Never. I usually like to fuck with you. It's way more fun for me. Did you know I was going? I know what you're going it. for. I also didn't care and wanted to do my own thing. Obviously. So <laughs> let's put that shitty beginning behind us now because we've had two shitty beginnings. Let's go ahead and start fresh right now. Today's episode okay. is one of the last ones of season four. Thank Christ. Uh, it's 414 of late, I think, of Cliffordville. And we watched this episode, I want to say, three months ago. And we're just now getting around yeah. to it. And I just want to say thank you for that because I have now watched it probably 17 times more than I should have ever had to watch mm-hmm. this piece of shit. You don't, you're not a fan of this episode? No. I but, have a... However, okay. I... I have a nomination for just the hottest bitch to ever it's be. It's Julie Newmar. Twilight. It's Julie Newmar. Of course she is. It's almost unfair. It's cat. Yeah. It's, it's cat fucking Catwoman. For sake. She's like, but dude, I was looking she... it up. She has pictures of like her <clears throat> a couple years ago wearing like, a. if you go to her IMDb, I assume it's a couple years ago. She has like silver hair and she has a button up shirt and like no pants on. And she's like posing. I'm like, I mean, her face, it looks like she's done some work to it, but I'm like, okay. She still has it. She's still alive. She still got it. Dude, she's so hot. Yeah. She's so unbelievably hot. attractive. I mean, good God. It's not fair to put her in the rest of the category, like the rest of those women. It's just not fair. So, yeah, so we can both agree that, it, you know, like if she was in the 
you know, if this was a beauty pageant and she was in it, it, it just wouldn't be fair and she'd win. No. It'd be like bringing, like, Brazil's winner of the, you know, the country <laughs> supermodels contest and bringing him to, like, this podunk town in, like, the middle of Mississippi and being like, here you go. Mrs. You're going to com- compete with these people. And they're just like, okay, that's not fair at all. <laughs> like, it's just not fair. Yeah, she is. A, dude, I was just entranced by her every time. And the way she talks, I'm like, oh, you are so sexy. <laughs> Very sensual. Yeah. Cash. Currency. We have to. <laughs> we have to be official about it. Her sexy little cat ears. Devil horn cat ears. By the way, <laughs> moving on from her. There was this one Sexy little cat Oh, sorry. Oh, goddamn. That I and I love the hat with yeah. the horns. Oh, and she so took it cute. off and they had the same horns yeah. below it. I never got so turned on by a bitch strip teasing her second layer of clothing. And she takes <laughs> on her button when she's sitting in the chair. Yeah, she she unbuttoned probably five buttons total in the whole strip tease, and she made it sexy as hell. This is probably why uh, Tom Elliott isn't such a big fan of our show. <laughs> <laughs> we are so unstructured, but and, it, and it's we fine. just talk about unbuttoning her shirt, showing off her second layer Come of clothes. On, when you watch it, it is so obvious what they're yeah. doing and how and how she's clearly, you know, and and not for nothing, but Rod can write some sexy sh- dude. Rod had me boned at one point because there was rhymes that she could have said when she was poning the shit out of him. And she went so opposite directions. I'm like, oh, God damn, Rod, you are such a good writer. <laughs> and having her doing some great, you know, just, you know, the lines that he wrote coming out of her sensual mouth, I was I was definitely boned. So Rod had me boned officially. Yep. Yep. That, that's something I can admit for now. <laughs> I, I, subt- I distracted you from something. And do you remember where you're going with that? <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. Cool. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, this this next clip took me five and a half hours to do. It's it, and it's not long. How stoned so were you? Have, oh no, I I only started. I it was my New Year's resolution to start smoking weed again. It so was a resolution to I, start smoking weed again. Yeah, because I stopped for like three years. What a shame. Good thing you're back. I was what? like, what? <laughs> Dude, I, I have a bong that's the earth. Check it out. You see the continents? <laughs> You're in continent? Cool. No, the, oh, the, wow, yes. Yeah. But but the continents. Like, there's North America, and there's Asia. And this Aus- is the most Australia. bong talk I ever want to do, so we're done with that. Dude, I don't, I don't and by the way, that's Mountain Dew right there, baby. I was wondering why it was yellow. I assume you just peed in it. I, did, I was just going to move past no. it and not involve the listeners in that, but here we are. No, it's, a, it's tasty Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah, well. Moving on. So, uh, but no, I was not stoned at all when I did this. However, it did take me five and a half hours to get the sound right, the timing right, and I must have done about sixteen different ways to do this. But I hope this this works and that and that you laugh and appreciate it, Phoenix. All right. So <sighs> here, here we go. I can just see him now, a big happy grin on his face just before he draws the blood. Have a cigar, Mr. Dietrich. Before I rip you to pieces, but I must have my little fun first. Have a cigar. Have a cigar, Mr. Dietrich. Yeah, yeah, boy, have a cigar, you're gonna go far. 
Yeah. Five and a half hours, huh? Five and a half hours. You, you own a computer with editing software that you could have just laid that right beside it. Three. I have three computers with three editing. <laughs> that should take you, honestly, 12 minutes at the most. That was includes saving my, time. I, with, with everything that I have, uh, that included, you know, <laughs> my iPad with my microphone attached to the back with my, or I mean, my, my, my MacBook playing the, the DVD or the, or the Blu-ray that you got me, actually. Because I, I got a Blu-ray. Anyway, moving on. So, <coughs> thanks, Venus. For the, I, love, I love the Blu-ray. Anyway, um, <coughs> so I play that through my MacBook, and then I have a microphone attached to, you know, it's like a lapel microphone attached to the back of my MacBook, and then I have three sp or four speakers, you know, the surround sound pointing at the microphone. It's kind of like how Pink Floyd recorded Dark Side of the Moon, actually. If you, you have just as quality. Anyway, no. You're being spied on right now. Thank you. Hi, Missy. I know. Oh, domestic so, violence. Um, no, I, I don't actually. <laughs> so anyway, um, my point being is, and then I use my phone with a a speaker. You know, remember the speaker that uh, you know I did like twenty shows with with my phone, and I used to hold it up to this microphone. Yeah. Okay, so I use that. So, you know, that have a cigar, you're going to go far? Part was for my iPhone. I know. I, I don't know what I lied about, but apparently I'm a liar. So, uh, yeah. Um, yep, she's wrong. So, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Missy needs to stop interrupting this podcast. So, anyway. my point so professional. Is, uh, so professional. I know. And then trying to get the levels right and then trying to hold the speaker. Oh, good God, hurry up. Right. So yeah, five and a <laughs> half hours. Of trying to explain the story, and I know. That's how I got that. Yeah, five. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. So there you go. But that's what. Yes, it took me. It took me way too long. Okay. But was it good? Yeah. I, 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 the time invested was not worth it. I'll say that. No, no. But was the quality? Quality's there? fine. Can, can I? Can, does it deserve a no? Repeat? Podcast fans can go ahead and hit that back button if if they want to. So then. I, uh, I'll do it for them. Uh, <laughs> Five and a half hours. Let me have it, damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. Her impression's really good. Have a cigar. Have a cigar, Mr. Dietrich. So I didn't know where to end it, dude. That's what took me five and a half hours. I didn't know whether to go like ten minutes, ten seconds, the whole song, a little. Quick. So I think I picked long enough. It was just long enough to where it wasn't. Annoying, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Fun. I didn't think we need to talk about the Did episode. You, <laughs> as far as all the audio clips I've ever made, that wasn't just recording the show itself. Uh, what would you rate that as? You are the most needy person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> tell me I did a good job, no. Daddy. Tell me. Please tell me. My Your opinion matters so much to me. What are we doing? <laughs> I hope everybody enjoys the time we put into this show. Uh, they might have enjoyed the, the clip you play, but the, the 15 minutes explaining the clip that you played twice was a bit much, even for me. I'll, I'm I'm stoned. Yeah, we're at a minute eleven and a half, and so far we've just talked about that. And Ju or, uh, what's her name? Yeah, Julie Newmar. Right on. Oh yeah, Julie Newmar. No, move on. So move hot. on. So, so hot. 
Okay. This episode um, has oh, oh, the most amazing yeah. old man makeup uh, with Mr. Feathersmith. Do you remember I brought up this episode last year because they played this on the New Year's Eve marathon? Marathon. And I was like, yeah, oh, I caught yeah. this one. So I watched this last year. I kind of enjoy this episode. I think we texted each other during this one because you said, wow, are you watching yeah, the TZ the marathon makeup. right now? Do you can <laughs> This makeup is the worst I've ever seen. It's terrible. Like, dude, his bald, his, his <laughs> you can see it moving. His bald cap. Oh my god, the line and everything. It was so bad, man. It was wow. And what accent was that? That's not Indiana. I've been to Indiana. <laughs> yeah. That's not Indiana. That's like Chicago and New York with a uh, meh uh, uh, shake type of. Yes. He, he, and how many fucking wet and wet mouth noises can he make? He's going for a record here. Well, you see, I need that $3 million right now. Not tomorrow. Right now, I'm calling him. Uh, stop it. Please, sir. He's well, making out with nobody. Do you want to hear that clip? I got that uh, clip. Yeah. You got to hear this. Let, let's just hear this. Tell me what this accent is, please. Happen to know for a fact that you secured a loan for three million dollars, a loan payable on demand. Here is the note. I bought up that note, Mr. Dietrich. I paid an exorbitant amount of money for it, more than it was worth. But it was, well, shall I say, an excellent opportunity. An opportunity for our lives to crisscross again. So to the point. It reads, payable on demand. So, Mr. Dietrich, on demand it tis. Tis. I am calling this note. I want it paid. Three million dollars. Not tomorrow, not this evening around supper time. Now, Mr. Dietrich, this moment. I want your personal check in that amount, or I'll have to send a few sign painters out to the Dietrich Duel and Die Company and have them cross off the name Dietrich. Dietrich! Yeah, so I don't know what that accent is. It's the same dialogue from Shawshank. Not tomorrow. Not this afternoon. I want him found now. Not after <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> uh. But, but, dude, when's the last time you heard anybody refer to dinner as supper? That is a Midwest thing. Well, I've heard it before, too. My grandmother yeah. used to use it all the time. But if she was alive today, she'd be 140. So, just saying. So, my last time That's I heard it was when I lived in the Midwest. <laughs> Which was 20 years ago? No. 10? Oh. Has it been yeah. 10? 10, 15. How? How old were How old were you when you left the nest? I don't know. Oh, left the nest or left home state? No, you uh, the nest. Like just turned eighteen. Yeah, same here. I, like yeah. two days I in the eighteen. Yeah, no, I, it was it was my eighteenth birthday. It was the gift to yeah. myself moving out of my dad's yeah. house. <laughs> I couldn't because I had another like four days of school after I turned eighteen. Oh shit, dude! It was February of my oh, senior yeah. year, and, and and we moved out. Like Missy and I were living together during, you know, we we graduated living together. You know, we've been living together ever since. That was two thousand one. You believe that? Nineteen years now. So let's talk about the episode, actually. Um, I'm sorry, Julie Newmar, hot dude. Wow. So he uh, 
he's a super rich guy, <laughs> uh, Albert Salmi, as his name, who, if you look up his story, is fucking terrible. Terrible, not tragic. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he is a piece <laughs> of shit. But, well, like, what, well, like, what was it again? I I heard it twice, yeah. but it was like two months. He, ago. Uh, his his wife was estranged from him. He was sixty years old, I think. And then he uh, went to her house and shot her in the head and then shot himself in the chest with a different gun. So he he survived. No, he died. Oh, okay. Shot himself right in the heart. But with a different yeah, gun? that's the weird part. What gun did he use on her? Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's a different gun? <laughs> so odd. Yeah. That's so random. Yeah. Fucking weird. Well, unless he wanted to look like a murder suicide, like double suicide or something, I don't know. No, that's definitely murder suicide. Oh, the two gun thing, like maybe like maybe they'll think she shot herself as I shot myself with different gun, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I I've seen too much forensic files. That shit don't work. (laughs) You know they they use sticks and stuff. Yeah. To yeah. So moving on. Um. So she offers him to go back to Cliffordsville, where, I mean. You know, Devlin Travel, you know, the 13th floor. Who's yeah, Devlin's Travel Agency. Yeah. Julie Newmar has horns. They do a whole, th- like, a 10, 12-minute conversations, I swear, where he's like, I want to go back exactly as I am now. I want to look exactly like I am now. We'll go back to 1910. You see, and those words right there, I have a big problem with with the ending of this because, I mean – that's really nitpicky bullshit. Yeah, it's the I devil. Mean, yeah, I know, but that's well, good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving I mean, on. How many genie episodes have we seen in this show where they're like, the stipulations are you word it exactly the way you want it. I want to be the leader of a foreign country who can't be removed from office. I'm oh no, I'm Hitler. Like that sort of it's shit. It's like, yeah, but he was removed yeah. from office. I mean, that's you know, eventually. <laughs> Kind of removed himself from office, really. Yeah, I would say cause and effect was definitely on his side. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I would definitely say I'm cause. This is effect, <laughs> like a hundred percent of it. I think. <laughs> yes. So he makes a deal. Uh, he has. She's going to charge him a shit ton of money, where he has thirty six million eight hundred ninety one thousand four hundred twelve dollars and fourteen cents. She's going to let him keep one thousand four hundred twelve. Dollars fourteen cents. She's gonna charge him the rest of that money. He's gonna go back in time. I assume with the currency of the time. Right, it's not gonna have like nineteen sixty three printed on it. That's and true. He, yeah, and it's bec- <sighs> like <laughs> it was so funny that yeah, you can't sell your soul. We've already got that bitch. <laughs> Love that. And she's like, wait, it's around here somewhere. Big old file cabinet. <laughs> first thing, first one she opens, it's the only file in there. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I assume it's like a self-selecting thing. Uh, of course. I mean, there's so many. I mean, it would be a filing cabinet room the size of, you know. I like that they have files and cabinets for hell. You know, you work in hell, you expect like fire, brimstone. Mostly it's just paperwork. A lot of people doing paperwork there. I I can't think of a worse hell than that. Especially if the, if you do that for a living, and you blow your brains oh out, end up in hell, and you have to do that. Oh God, dude, you you have to get up every morning, go to work, and base, sit in a cubicle and write out sh- stuff like that, and then 
go home day after day. Uh, there's people who do that, and I, I feel uh, sorry for you. That you got to deal with like the hell uh, IRS uh, and just you know paying off the hell cops. And I, I think I've talked about this before in one of my solo episodes. All the intricacies of the the hell inner workings. Uh, it sounds familiar. I think I did. Well, so. and no dogs, dude. No dogs. No dogs. Just because they don't want them to the gate, as we discovered in the hunt. They, they didn't, yeah, don't let them in. Bottom line, no dogs in hell. That that is my hell. <sighs> That's not fair. So Frank, so I, mean. I mentioned dollars. So of course you know what I did with that money. Uh, so how many calls? So he can make now, uh, <laughs> with his fourteen hundred dollars plus, he can make one thousand eight hundred eighty-two point eight five calls from Ohio to St. Louis. But he could have lived with that thirty-eight million and made forty-nine million one hundred eighty-eight thousand five hundred forty-nine point five calls from Ohio to St. Louis. He lost so many calls to Ohio, or from Ohio to St. Louis. So many. <laughs> you know, it's funny. During the marathon, when I was watching that, <laughs> and he made the call, I'm like, that's funny because <laughs> he hasn't done that bit in a while. I hope he does it with this episode because that's a lot of, it's not a lot of money, but it's it doesn't sound like a lot of money today. But if you think about it back then, that was a lot of 36 money. 36 million is a lot. That's a lot of phone calls. It's that's got to be in like the five to six hundred million range at this point, I'd right? Some more. Yeah, I don't want to do the inflation calculation because the pwn does that. Let's, let's not you do know, that. I always, I, I always, I always try to stay away from that. <laughs> so this motherfucker goes back in time. He buys a, a a lot of land, which he keeps saying is marshy swamp land, and it's useless from this guy. Uh, filled with malaria. Yeah. The guy in the beginning that he was down talking to is the guy who owns the land. His partner, they sell it to, uh, what's his fucking name? Whatever his old, whatever his name is. Feathersmith. By the way, I, I got a great part. Um, hold on a second. Uh, where is it? Um, I got a really great part. Uh, um, here we go. Sander the Great. This is after he got the money. Everything there is to get. But I'm still hungry. <clears throat> he cried because he had no more worlds to conquer. What? That was Alexander the Great. He cried because he had no more worlds to conquer. I guess. I guess maybe he was kind of like you, Mr. Feathersmith. You know something, Hecker? I wish I could go back to Cliffordville and begin again. I start all over. You see, getting it, that was the kick. Getting it, not having it. I, th I think it's a great setup for everything else that, that came yeah, after that. I like the music, weeping yeah. violin. It, yeah, it, it was one of the good parts of this episode where you know, like, and and but I just want to throw that in the way because Hackett is kind of important to the to to the plot. Plus, for the what episode is he in, Frank? Which one? Hackett. Oh, he's in that. Um, I have no Shadow idea. Shadow play. 
Oh, he's the reporter. Yeah. No kid. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. No shit. Right on. He's in our favorite episode. He, <coughs> he comes over very drunk and, and recites poetry to the couple. <laughs> <laughs> Dear friends, <laughs> when I die, I don't want to see empty any bottles. empty bottles. <laughs> uh, let's just talk about that. Oh, you're drunk again. Like, <laughs> no shit. Nah. So, Frank. Drink and be merry. <laughs> uh, he, he buys the land, starts to rub in the fact that, oh, you have no idea how much oil is under there. there will be enough to pull out 500 gallons for the rest of eternity or whatever. Who cares? And the guy's like, yeah, it's down there five miles below. So if you guys find a way to get down there, he's like, you, we, we get a drill, we go down there. He's like, uh, if you get a drill that can do that, get inventing. <laughs> and I kind of like that because that's what, clues you into why Dietrich owns a you know a uh, tool manufacturing and all because he came up with the invention of the the uh what how to drill down into that land so you know he's really changing so much by doing this because you know what I mean like Dietrich tool and die and yeah. all will have nothing you, you know what I mean and but I guess Hackett, maybe, who knows? Never really get that idea. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the ending was exactly, I guess, how it should have ended up, the way he totally uh, changed Dietrich and, uh, well, I guess the banker doesn't matter, but Dietrich, especially his destiny of life, he's not in the office having some guy demand $3 million up front or he's going to own his business. You yeah. know what I mean? So... <clears throat> But he, he, buy, he buys the land in 1910. The drill that he needs to get five miles deep is invented in 1937. So he got 27 years there. So in this part, I'm like, just just wait. Go go do yeah. something else while you wait for the drill to get invented, or you know, using your knowledge of the past. But said he's like, I'm lost! Fuck it! I'll start accosting strangers! And he's like, they show a montage where he's like, ah, ah, this exists, you gotta believe it, you gotta build this, you can build this thing, it's a pedal that you put your foot on and it makes a drill, ah, ah, ah. And he's like, and there's no audio. <laughs> it's just like, strangers like, get the fuck away from me! It is like me going to the 1920s and going, will you build me a CD player now? And play CDs! It's a, it's a disc. Yeah, geez, it's plastic. It's, it's got lasers. It's like a... Yeah. It's like a lunatic. You know, you're smart. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. It's the Stone Age. Like, it's on an iPod. I What's the just, big deal? What is so hard about I would, this? I know. It's just glass and metal. <laughs> and electricity. That's all. That's it. Come on, get, get on it, guys. And then, and then, and then, and then they really got him. Like maybe we can get you a nice. I don't know what the fuck they said, because it was so old time. I, I just like, watched invention. it and he said, I, I caught it the second time just now and I forgot what it was though. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Let's see, I got it right here because he he the what he calls them is hysterical. <laughs> it really is funny. Um. Where is it here? Oh, here it is. You foggy-headed carriage builders, we can make ourselves eight billion dollars. <laughs> I thought he's gonna drop the f bomb. You foggy-headed carriage builders? <laughs> no idea. What an insult! Oh, wow, those are fighting words. 
Nobody assaults my honor in that way. I, I'm offended, I, I think. I'm pretty. I've never built a carriage in my life. What is he talking my about? My head is completely unfoggy. How dare he? <laughs> Them's fighting. I, I would words? love to make $8 million, but what is he talking about? Just ignore him. He'll leave. Just Yeah, we're foggy headed. Huh? Uh. He's like, yeah, okay, just give me the blueprints and I'll build it. <laughs> like, what do I look like? <laughs> just some simple guy in the middle of some. What was like the, the the population was like nine twelve or something, seven hundred twelve. Yeah, I start wondering what was this guy's real. Plan? No, what was his skill in life? What was his trade? Because he didn't know anything about anything. No, like he wasn't an engineer. He wasn't. What did he do? He wasn't good with people. In fact, he that was his worst skill. Apparently. He didn't think ahead. He he gave up so quickly and resorted to anger at an alarming rate. He probably got whiplash going from one from calm to aggressive He's, so quickly. Definitely an alcoholic, raging alcoholic. Yeah. Did you see that tray for one man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Back up the truck. That dude's a, yeah, that dude's a fucking lunatic. So he gets up so quickly. Uh, the devil shows up out of nowhere, which scares the shit out of him. He's got to be drunk out of his mind because he's like, ah, and falls back against a, a big board, a box, and the box moves for some reason. <laughs> yeah, because because his his insides, his heart, liver, lungs, kidneys, bones, everything, but his looks is still like seventy five years old and shit, and apparently. He went from totally just old to about to die because he's old. Yeah, because he was running around yelling at strangers and drinking up a storm. Yeah, but 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 I mean, you're you're old, so calm the fuck down for five minutes. You'll be good or not. Like, I mean, come on, <laughs> seventy five in those times. Good God. Yeah, he didn't exactly live healthily. So the real man didn't live to seventy five. No, that's well, that, but that was by choice. Yeah. That wasn't really natural. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, that raving lunatic. You notice the devil being the devil and all seems to judge him a lot. It seems like the devil would be like, "You're fucking awesome, dude. Go, go, cause chaos." Right? I was like, "Why is she mad at him being so devilish? Like, isn't the de isn't that the whole point? She's like, don't you get of off shit. on that shit? Yeah. Like, sh like, dude, she should be like feeling herself." talking about this like instead of degrading she should have been like sensual like oh you were a manipulator it's like a it's like a coach on a like, team the, the coach of like a baseball team being mad at the best player dude think of it if antonio banderas did her lines but sensual god <laughs> damn just a shirtless <laughs> and a folk guitar <laughs> but there's a gun in the case you see, of course, and a rocket launcher. Yeah, blow up the cars, <laughs> dude. Desperado <laughs> two was out, just out of control. Awesome. Uh, they were, they were like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna go for it." That, that movie's nonsense. I know. <laughs> it's so but you know what I mean. I, I just don't go where the devil is. Just like you're a real sad sack of shit. Like you're, you didn't think of this, and you're ruining this, and I'll send you back out of pity. You're like you're the fucking devil. You should be like, hey, here's a th infinite money. Bucks, Go loose. For four. Yeah. Like she's like, 
I, I wouldn't really do this because I'm not sympathetic. Ugh, I almost threw up. So I'm going to, I guess, out of the kindness of whatever uh, your heart is, uh, you can go back. You know, the train leaves in 10 seconds. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and by the way, it's 40 bucks. <laughs> she did it just so he'd sell the land. And this is why I'm saying the devil is almost the hero of this story. She is definitely the protagonist. She's the one causing his downfall. The justice is caused by the devil. She makes him give him give her forty dollars oh. because she knows he doesn't have it and would have to sell the land Dude. to that to uh to hack hack it. It. I don't can't pronounce his name because it's it's spelled H E C A T E. I just remember them saying yeah. it to hack it. But she makes it sell it to him because she I think she knows he's gonna sell it to him. And because she's fucking devil. Yeah, well, she's 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 the devil. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, of course. So, yeah. it our you know how the 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 grand turnaround on the character where they they get their comeuppance is caused by the devil. And everyone's cool with this. Yeah. I want to I want to hear people in the time reacted to this because I don't know if they're not thinking this far into it. But that's really well, what happened. I, yeah, but at the end of the day, it was all his choice. Yeah, but so. Why would the the devil just shows you the door? It if you go if you choose to go through it, that that's your choice. I have a question. That's that's what free will is. Do you think it was the devil because they had too many episodes and too many attempted spinoffs of the show where, where an angel was someone trying to help them? When failing miserably, yes. do you think that was why they chose Probably. the devil? Well, I'm glad they did because dude, she's so hot. <laughs> she could have been an angel. She was. She is an angel in my eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. I. I. Uh, where is it? Where is she? Um. Uh. Do 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 do. Yeah. Here we go. Frankly, you are such a totally. Oh, no, here it is. Ad- that was a specific clause in the contract. It's really not my fault that your memory is so imperfect. As to the possibilities of investments. Well, you knew that that oil wasn't reached until 1937. Your problem, Mr. Feathersmith, is that you leaked before you looked. But Ooh, her else. But everything else. <laughs> everything else was wrong. The girl, the deals, inventions, stocks, bonds, everything. It didn't work. It just. It just simply didn't work. Of course it didn't. Of course, because you, Mr. Feathersmith, are a wheeler and a dealer, a financier, a pusher, a brain, a manipulator, oh, a raider. You, oh, you because you are a taker <laughs> instead of a builder, a conniver instead of a designer, oh. a user. I want to get yelled at by her. Instead of a bringer. <laughs> Dude. Oh, I want her to smack me in the face while she's driving me. Well, Mr. Feathersmith, <laughs> you are what is commonly referred to as being behind the old eight ball. Eight ball. Ooh, she said, she uh, said ball. Her L's. Uh. Ball. I'm going to I'm gonna grab your balls. Balls. Okay. okay. Yep. Both of your balls okay. in my mouth. My chin, your balls. Did you notice the the reveal at the end of this episode was terrible? When it's revealed um, that uh, Feathersmith w- is now the janitor and 
Hackett is the CEO. Well, Hackett, yeah, because Hackett became a billionaire of oil. He sold the land to him. He owned the land with oil. Yeah, he had the land that that made. He was basically, he basically got as rich as Dietrich because he he was basically Dietrich, pretty much, because there's no way Dietrich could have become what Dietrich became in this timeline, because Dietrich owned the land. That's what made the die, you know, the tool and die company. It's obvious. So with Dietrich's removed, you know, there is no Dietrich. Yeah. Like, you're gonna like, answer my question like or no? This, well, this butterfly <laughs> effect uh, of 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 a, of a conundrum is: what did you like? Did I like it or not? You meant no. It is the reveal? I think it was piss poor because it cuts the. I want to go back. I want to go back. She's like, all right, it'll cost you forty dollars. Get in this train. He goes back on the train. Goes back in to 1963, and it just cuts to him walking in from behind as a janitor. And I'm like, couldn't they have done some reveal where? Hackett whips around in the chair, and it's like, oh, they're in different positions now. It's just like, oh, here he is. I was like, that was lame. Yeah, but you got to think that, you know, her her sending him into the future back, you know, how many years, he's got to take on that personality, you know, of of what he went through. So he, you're you're talking about story. Out. I'm talking about filmmaking. It was piss poor the the way it was revealed. Was just like here he is. Oh yeah, yeah, but and the, and the way he acted was very odd. And and Hackett, I think Hackett played a better uh, tycoon asshole. To be honest. Yeah, he he should have been the lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because this guy who played uh, Fe- like Fe- this guy who played Feathersmith was just terrible. I don't. Think he's, he's a he's in like three episodes, four episodes. Yeah, but this episode just didn't fit him because he can't laugh right. <laughs> yeah, he he laughed like a lunatic. Ha, ha. Yeah, it's ha. Like, ha. It's, yeah. Like, oh, just think about the warm up um, like an old car in the in the winter. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> where is it? Um, didn't work at all. Uh, yeah, here we go. small shocker to end the day well at the time it made us gulp a bit too at the time for oil in that land to produce 500 barrels of oil a day for the next 1,000 years and you sold it to me for a buck an acre (laughs) 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 I swear I could almost feel sorry he's got a stoner laugh (laughs) we understand you Mr. Spicoli I said oil. Oil, yes, yes. <laughs> well, how's that for a small shock? I think. All right, that's enough. <laughs> At the time, it made us gulp a bit too. At the time, four years ago, when the first geological tests were made on the land, and we were told about the oil. Four years ago? No, oh, indeed. There were samples taken of the soil at that time, too. And there was never any doubt that the land had oil under it. 6,000 feet under it, Mr. Feathersmith. Which means that it might just as well be on the moon. The moon? The oil can't be taken out of the ground, Mr. Feathersmith. The moon? (laughs) It just can't be taken out. What do you mean it can't be taken out? 
You, you, you could drill down five miles if you needed to. Well, you could, perhaps, Mr. Feathersmith. But nobody else on this earth could. And at that, you'd better be getting up off that seat and start inventing some new kind of a drill. We're Tool and Die Company. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just enjoyed that <laughs> you can't, you can't part bring of it the up. story. Well, I just enjoyed that part of the story where they actually thought ahead where, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the butterfly effect, the butterfly effect of this one moment that far back, it just changes so many things. So what happened with the land originally? Hackett got oil out of it, obviously. Originally. Originally, and then he turned that Hackett money was a into fucking stocks janitor. and bonds. Yeah, but he turned that money into more money, into more money, and bought everybody out, just like, you know, uh, Feathersmith did, and became the Feathersmith of the world. Oh, you're too stoned to carry on a conversation right now, aren't you? I'm just saying, that was the ending. I'm sa- I'm said originally. Hey. Originally what? Who had the land originally, the first go-round? Because it wasn't Diedrich, because he wasn't a billionaire. No, no, it was, well, they... they they didn't get the oil out of the land yet till 1936 yeah. because Dietrich didn't, you know, have the tool and die company yet. Uh-huh. He created it, got the but oil But he must out not have owned time. the land, though, because he wasn't a rich man because he couldn't afford to pay his $3 million to Feathersmith in the beginning, though. Someone else owned the land. Well, he was a 50-50 partner with the banker. He would have way more money than $3 million and wouldn't need to borrow money in the first place 30 years later. Yeah, but there... There wasn't enough oil back then, like in that area. For, you know what I'm saying? I like, don't think Feather. I don't think Dieter had anything to do with the land at first. Like he must have sold it to someone else originally. Some dude. Some people they just want to own one business, make it as successful as possible, and that's it. And sometimes you take a hit. I'm thinking Diedrich sold the land and then put that money toward his tool and die company. Therefore, he wasn't there to own the. All the oil. Yeah, well, but I'm just I'm just saying exactly because he didn't own the land anymore, but Hackett did. He he. I mean, he he still could have started the company in the mind of. You're you're Hackett. talking about the second go round. I'm not at all. Hackett's not a part I'm of this. I'm just saying what what could have happened. Well, Hackett becomes the main part of this. Oh, good end. God, man. Oh. Well, because can you can you do? Can we start a new year where you stop smoking weed? Because <laughs> you are not, you are not following along at all. I am totally going the opposite direction. <laughs> yes. right? Like, you know what? Like my New Year's resolution to do oh more crap. Yeah. <laughs> my new resolution is: you ever see the silence? I, I I'm gonna go ahead and, and sever my vocal cords and podcast on. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And that's that's what the you're, podcast would be rubbing against the you're mic. You're going to write notes, and I'll read them, <laughs> and then and then I'll and then I'll respond to you, and then <clears throat> you'll write notes. Yeah, you you read, read my them. notes, and you'll see like me typing to you, and be like, "Oh, Phoenix says this," and now he's laughing. I think yeah, he's laughing. Yeah. He also just keeps holding his throat because it's infected because he did it with a butter knife. It wasn't very clean. Yeah, we do. We should start a YouTube channel called the the deaf and. Uh, dumb community or the deaf and I mean what uh, what is the so go to LAWstudios.com and you yeah you figure that out later well no no deafblind and what dumb is the term for people who cannot D- talk no no wh- oh, okay born without a tongue there's no word for that <laughs> okay <laughs> make something up okay, detungled detungled 
<laughs> born deaf, no tongue, genetic deformity, life sucks. So, okay, so where the hell was you I You were doing your that? plugs. I was? Yes. Oh. I don't, you know, if you don't know him by now, you never will. It's our first time recording a while after the marathon. Oh. Go ahead and do them. 2020, baby. I can't believe we made it to 2020, by the way. <sighs> 20, this is what dude, I have to deal 20, with, guys. If you're listening to this, dude, this is what I have to deal with. The year 2000, I went, I will not make it to 2020. There's no fucking way. And I can't believe I did. I shouldn't. LAWstudios.com. RedDragonsRadio.com is awesome. YouTube.com slash Loading Wonderland. If you want to get a hold of us, send us audio clips, send us whatever's, make fun of Frank. Oh. LoweyTiggerWonderland at gmail.com. Can I please plug the new show, Way Off Topic Radio Live? Please go on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. We're going to start podcasting Way Off Topic Radio Live, you know, on YouTube, though, streaming. So once we get enough subscribers, you know, we'll make it an actual, you know, planned out thing. And then it'll still be the podcast right afterwards. It'll go right up on iTunes and everything. But if you want to be a part of the show, Way Off Topic Radio, um, it, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So um, basically just go to YouTube.com uh, forward slash Way Off Topic Radio a lot and uh, hit, hit, hit subscribe. Really appreciate it. There you go. All right. Uh, and uh, Phoenix is going to be on a, a bunch. And we need to get to 1,000 uh, subscribers so then we can do live streams where you guys can give us money. And whenever Phoenix, I, and Scott are on, one, one third right down the middle, and we make bank, son. There you go. Tip us like whores. No, see, uh, no, Opie and no, Anthony no, no. was great. Oh, o- Opie and Anthony uh. was great. Opie and Anthony doesn't exist anymore. There is no Opie and Anthony anymore. And there's a big opening for that Opie and Anthony style. Uh, and it's not being used, and it's time that we we do it, and we're going to do it. So Go check it out. Subscribe. Because I, I love the style, and uh, so do a lot of other people. So, All right. But no, Anthony, Anthony Kumia is too expensive. Yeah. Opie has lost his freaking mind, and Sirius XM is too expensive to listen to just Sam and Jim ramble on about whatever. So, All right. So we'll be back next week for the incredible world of Horace <laughs> Ford. Which By the way, uh, what did you think about this year's 2020 TZ Marathon? Uh, I didn't really get to watch lineup. it a whole lot. I had it on mute in the background. I thought the lineup was really good this time. Like, they didn't have too many stinkers thrown in there. They they had a lot of good ones, especially primetime. They really killed it, I thought. Yeah, the you ones know? I caught, I was like, eh, I didn't really need to watch it. Because I know them so well. Yeah, the first, I mean, the first one I caught was, dude, it was Oscar Beregi, man. You know? You know, season three, um, the name escapes me now. But you know, the concentration camp, yeah. and that—that that was the first one that caught me. And then I was, and then for the next twelve hours, I was twilight zoning it. I just like the randomness of it, you know. Let's hope you talk about the other and one where gold, you can have it. Gold, pure gold. Take me to hospital, you can have it. Drive me to town, you can have All right, let's go. Uh, I'll give it I to just want to say, uh, yes, give a shout out to our friends, uh, Raiders of the Lost Flicks. Go check them out. Tell them we sent you. Yeah, uh, by the way, Phoenix, can, can, can you put their um, uh, link in the show notes so I can, um, you know, so I can start following them? Sure. I don't know why you can't just look them up, but okay. 
because I can never remember their name because I have ADHD. I can't. Gotcha. So another until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank Clementine Link. Squeeze, squeeze. Twenty twenty. Smoking the soul-destroying reaper, they find a moment's pleasure, but at a terrible price. Debauchery, violence, murder, suicide, and the ultimate end of the marijuana addict. Hopeless insanity. 